Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All right, we're coming to you live from the Rock and Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studios in New York. Home is more than a house. It's a personal paradise. Get yours with Rocket Mortgage. Push button. Get mortgage. Don't forget, we're here tomorrow night as well at the MGM Special Edition of Pharrell and a Bench gearing up for the Wilder Ortiz 2 Heavyweight Championship of the World. Tune in. Catch the big showdown Saturday on pay-per-view. Also available on the Fox Sports app. And uh, our toll-free line, 855-212-4CBS, brought to you by Geico. Great news. You can save a bunch of money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com. And in 15 minutes, you can save 15% or more on your car insurance. So, Mafia, what do you think of all this? We've we've got a lot going on here tonight. We've had a lot of great guests and everything. Tell everybody... um, what um, our plan is for tomorrow? We're gonna have uh, is that you got it right? Like we got some great guests tomorrow. Yeah, we got our boy Deontay Wilder, Bomb Squad's coming on. Talk Bomb about the fight before squad. he goes and throws some big haymakers on Saturday. We got your boy Leo Santa Cruz. You were talking about with everybody, my man how many, Leo. How many punches that guy throws every fight? He's gonna be on. Have a nice good interview with him. Of course, Friday night football season, so we gotta get your boy Jamie on. Talk fantasy oh, football yeah, with Jamie. the fans. I- and our boy uh, Gio, Greg Giannani from, of course, WFN Morning Show and formerly of you know, CBS Sports Network is supposed to come by and talk with us as well as he's in town for the fight. So wait, he's on uh, he's on CBS Sports Network. He was on CBS Sports Radio too, wasn't he, at some point or another? Yeah, yeah. Right. So uh, that sounds great. And then anybody else? Well, there's always surprises. You know, we uh, walk around during the day, find some other people, we'll see. All right. So uh, Jason uh, Purcell is here from uh, Tampa, Florida. He's a, a great guy, fan of the show, but he also works uh, here in Vegas. Uh, do you have accounts all over the country that you go up there to the mic? Do you do? Because you, do, you said you work with the MGM. Correct. And you do, like, all their phone lines in this place. That's crazy because this place is a, it's a small city. It is. Yeah. Like, I can't imagine what the phone lines in this place are like. Yeah, it's, I do mainly the phone system, not the phone lines themselves. But The systems. Yeah, I mean, that's correct. what I mean. Yeah, like, so, but it's a crazy scene. Like, it's no joke. Right. So do you, and you, you do them everywhere? Yeah. Like you said you were doing, like, the Borgata in Atlantic City? Correct, yep. So what do you think of uh, these, uh, the comeback of Atlantic City because of sports books? Because before it was no sports betting there. What do you think that, that do you think it's that, insane. It's insane. do you think it'll survive Atlantic City? Because so. it was going broke. Yeah, I think it will. Cause it's a, it's got quite a reputation. Uh, you know, the outskirts of Atlantic City are a hellhole. Yeah, yeah. It's not my favorite place to visit. Let's put it that. No, way. but uh, you know, in the summer, it used to be you know pretty cool. Right. And then it, and then the people just stopped going. They're just like, whatever. This place sucks. Yep. It was kind of dirty and greasy and cheesy and everything. Yeah. But do you think the sports books uh, have changed it? Could save I, it? I think they will. Yeah. That one at the Borgata is badass. Eighteen million dollars they put right. In I mean, uh, Mafia, you said you went to the one at the Ocean Club, right? Yeah, the Ocean Club. Is that the William Hill one? That is. That, that's huge. That's gorgeous. Huge TVs everywhere. They got bars there. 
That one was awesome when I went to watch the UFC there last uh, like October it was. So wait, did you stay in that Ocean Resort or you just no, went to the bar? Just went there to go party and watch the fights because we knew how you know awesome the sports book was. That so was when it was like, uh, McGregor and Nurmagomedov. But isn't it like? Um... It's like way further down the boardwalk. Yeah, it's at the end. It's like way at the end. Yeah. Is it really uh, uncomfortably out of the way? No, I mean if you're staying anywhere on the boardwalk, it's not that far of a walk. You know, it's right. if you're staying all the way at the other end at some of the, the dive dumps that have been hanging right. around forever, then yeah, it might be a nice so little trip. But you you live uh, in Tampa, right? So, uh, and you're wearing your lightning hat. I have to ask you, how painful. Was that failure uh, with being as good as they were? They were so dominant, and they literally shredded the league every night, every game. They killed everyone. They kicked everyone's ass, and they turned out to be the biggest bunch of pansy asses in the playoffs. I have never seen a team that good get pushed around like that in a long time. It had to be like it had to set that franchise back a few years because I don't think they recover from that, even though they're playing good hockey again. But I don't know if their reputation will ever recover from that failure. I don't think they will either. It was brutal, absolutely brutal. Did you go to all the games? No, I was actually in Scotland uh, during that playoff. So uh, you missed it. So you weren't yeah. there for the no. bloodletting. No, thank God. But you're a fan. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, I'm a diehard fan. And they got gr- like a great you know, bunch yep. of talent on that team. Yep. Oh, yeah. so you know you know who Jason is, right? Yeah, what's uh, up, Carver? Carver Jason tweets me a lot. Uh, he's a big hockey fan. You got the Stanley Cup logo on your Twitter. I, I know exactly who you are because you had tweeted me that you were going to be here, and I said, just come over. Yeah. And, and this is – was I right? It's called like Studio A and B or something yep, like that? correct, yep. So I'm glad you found us. Was it hard to find us? No, not at all. Because I was like, I just, it's up. It's by the food just, court. Yeah, actually – I've been I, here a million times, and I still didn't know what the name of it I was. Went, I went to the, the pool. district. I went to the pool first past the right. conference center. Right. And – one of the security guys was like, "No, they're going to be in here." So he was right. Well, yeah. this is this is where we do it always. This room, yeah, and cool. then sometimes when they're um, when it's a really really big fight, like enormous, like whether you know it's like a Mayweather McGregor type thing right. or Pacquiao uh, Mayweather, they have a tent set up down uh, outside the box office. They bring this giant tent in and they air condition it, and okay. it's just like walking in a freezing cold right. room, and it's like the size of this room, but it's Long and thin. Right. Okay, it's just a long tent, like for, for like a golf outing. Bigger than the Super Bowl setup. It's like a it's like a Super Bowl outdoor tent. That's you know indoor outdoor. You go inside it. It's air conditioned and it's thirty freezing degrees, and you're just absolutely Nipsey Russell. But that's where all the shows are. And that's where they stick us down there next to the box office outside the MGM, right where people buy their tickets to walk into the arena. Right. By the you know downstairs where you walk in to see the fight. That's okay. where it is. Gotcha. So that's where we do it. So are you out here a lot in Vegas? Uh, this is my fourth trip this year already. Do you go to uh, Buccaneer games too? Are you a fan of them? I go. I go a couple times a year. So. So, have you ever heard of my buddy Ozzy, the sports junkie? Yeah, actually, I started listening to him after I heard him on your show. Do you like him? Yeah, he's funny as hell. He is crazy. So, I used to just do bad things with him. I used to live with him in Sarasota. Okay. And we were just absolute felons. So, I can't believe you told me that story tonight about Manson. Tell yeah, the story. So I don't think, first of all, people don't may not understand who he is. So Bubba the Love Sponge and I worked with, with each other at Howard Stern. And I love Bubba, and I will for life. I'm yeah. just a huge fan of his. He's a good friend, a dear friend of mine. I think he's just the greatest guy ever. He's yeah. funny. He is so sick in the head funny. And I just, just love him. And all those guys, every one of them, I like them all. See, because I'm not privied to all their BS. Okay, they've had a lot of drama. There's been a million things going on. Wars, guys getting fired, thrown out, quitting, fights, blame, you know, stealing, the whole deal. 
I don't have anything to do with any of that. I have zero knowledge of any of it. I, I'm, I can't keep up with it because sure. I'm, I'm too busy up right. in New York Absolutely. to understand what was going on right. with all the breakup and all the yeah. fighting and the lawsuits and everything else and getting fired and, and everything. Crazy stuff. But but Manson, you're telling me, who I think is the funniest yeah. guy ever. Yeah. Like he, he I was thought, the talent of the show. He was definitely yeah, the, sure. the heartbeat of that show. Yeah. He was the main the main draw. Yeah. And he was the most incredibly funny, de- just demented guy. Like yeah. he, The voices he does and yeah. the characters he does are brilliant. What in the hell happened there? And, and, what, and you told me he's doing a really cool show now. Yeah, he's got a YouTube show called Cluster F, The Cluster F Show. Right. And it's on YouTube, and it's basically it's, it, his family is with him, his wife, his son, Trace. Did they ever go on Bubba's show, the family? Yeah, they were, they were on the last year or so. His wife would come on periodically. Right. But Trace had his own. So like, they just did sprinkle shows. the parents correct. on there? Yeah, correct. Yeah. But he was on every day. Correct. So, and how old is he? Trace, his son? No. How old is Manson? Manson. Um, I think he's in his mid 50s. Mid 50s. Around, around your age, maybe a little older. Right, right. So he's yeah. like my age. Yeah. So now he's, and his wife is about the same age. Yep. And then his kids are what, like 18, uh, 20? 20, 20, 21. And so I think what he's he, like a, a couple young ones. So he turned it, he turned the whole family into like radio stars? Yeah, basically. And now you can watch them do the show. On, they're on Twitch and YouTube. So what do they sit in a studio at their house yep. and, and do crazy stuff? Yeah, yeah. And it's really good? It's like two and a half hours every day. Really? Yeah. Monday through Friday. When do they do it? Uh, I think seven. They're from like seven to ten. Seven in the morning. Yeah, they're in the morning time. And how popular is it? It's okay. It's, I mean, for YouTube, it's, it's, it's getting there. Oh, a, lot of, a lot of the old loyal Bubba fans are, uh, are turning into it. Oh, that's great. So. Well, do you ever talk to him? Not Manson, no. No, you've never like been a like like checked in on the show or no. or no, tweeted them or anything. I haven't called him. Does he have like a Twitter following and all that stuff too? He's, he's not too active on it because he was just so bubba for so long. Right. How long did he work right. with him? Twenty years or something like that. Twenty two, twenty three. It's crazy. I, I'm just a huge fan. He did so many funny yeah. things about me. Oh yeah, he did the be- he did the best. Your imp- his impression of you is spot on. His impression of me is the greatest impression of me ever. He's the king. Yep. That guy, Carver High, if you've never heard Manson do me, because we have all these uh, fans that do me. Right. Like, that imitate yeah, I, I hear him. Right. And, but he did, he did it better than all of them. Right. I mean, he was. But his stuff, his stuff is so good that it, like, brought tears to my yeah, eyes. It's hilarious. Like, it is like, ah, oh, Jesus cried. <laughs> <You'd be> like, <laughs> remember when he, oh, yeah. he did yeah. Jesus is yeah. me or something? Right. Yeah. He is the funniest guy I've ever, I think I've ever heard in radio. He's hilarious. I really he's do think hilarious. he's a mega talent. Yep. So, like, what happened there? They just got, did they him have, like, Bubba, a... Him and Bubba had a falling out, basically. Like a, like a war? Yeah. And so, I don't was, know all the details. And that was the end of it. Yep, he just left. And he up. said, screw it, I'm out of here. And it took him about six months to get his studio all put together, and then he started doing this. So, stuff. you got to give him credit. you got to be proud of him for going Absolutely. to do his own thing yeah. and, and making it work. Yeah, for sure. Well, I'm happy for him. And then... I'm I'm glad Bubba's still doing the show. I know he's been through a lot, and I'll always root for him. And I still do the show. Right, I, uh, I hear you. When I when I can, like right. he'll call me up and invite me on. I always love doing it. I've never once in my life ever done that show and not laughed my ass off. Like that, you have to admit, Mafia. Those guys, like, because Mafia, you were never really a big huge fan of it. I mean, they definitely have talent. Those guys are demented. I mean, uh, it's been a while since I, you know, tuned in or. But you're not the kind of guy that sits around listening to a bunch of radio shows. No, no. I'm driving around listening to music and things like that. Right. So he doesn't do it. But I actually like them. I I I think they're the funniest show I ever heard. I've got I've got every CD ever put out. 
Oh, I didn't. I, I didn't even know they did that. Yeah. All I know is is that I've never done that show once and not laughed my ass yeah. off. Like they're so funny that, and they're so sick in the head that they are. I mean, they those guys. I mean, I had so much fun hanging out with them when I went down there to the Don Cesar and his wedding, yeah. and I partied with Twenty Five and all those dudes, and even Spice. I loved him. Yeah. I loved all those guys, yeah. and I know they had a falling out. Sure. I know all of them. They like the whole thing became a war. But it's none of my business because I wasn't privy to it and right. I wasn't involved in it. I have no idea about the backstories of the and fighting, I, and I don't either. So I don't want to yeah, know. Yeah. All I know is, I was a fan. And I am a fan, and I thought it was—I I thought it was one of the funniest radio shows I ever heard in my life. So, like, I'm a big fan of great talents and sure. and and guys that have it, that have that gift. And those guys definitely had it. They—they yeah, they were great. That was one of the best uh, radio shows I ever heard in my life, and it was in Tampa, Florida. Yep. And it's crazy. Yep. But I don't know how. How's this new show? Is it any good? It's okay. It's not the same. It's not nearly the same. You no. can't lose a guy like Manson and. Uh, and think you're just, in my opinion, think you're going to replace him. No. There's like Carver High Mafia are great. And I think they're, you know, Carver High's a really funny guy. And I just think it's tough to uh, replace that when you have it going. You've got to keep yeah. it going. But I can see where after 20-some years it could be uh, a problem. Sure. Mafia's been with me 15 years. Yeah, I've been listening to you guys since before right, the series. Right. Though, so. so it's crazy. Yep. So. I mean, it's just crazy. So I'm rooting for them, all of them, and I hope uh, Bubba's doing great, and I hope uh, Manson's uh, new show is, is super successful as well. It's Pharrell on a bench. We're in Vegas at the uh, MGM for Wilder Ortiz, too. Don't forget, tomorrow night we're live here at the uh, right outside the Grand Garden Arena. You don't want to miss the show. We got uh, Deontay Wilder, the heavyweight champion of the world on, plus Leo Santa Cruz. And Jamie Eisenberg tomorrow night doing fantasy. So it should be a kick-ass show. Don't miss it. Believe me you, the Wilder interview is very funny. And uh, very, we had a lot of fun and a lot of laughs. It's bizarre. I mean, we barely talk boxing. We just absolutely – I freaked out with him. I had him singing. We were rapping. We were dancing. And he – you saw it, Mafia. It was funny. Oh, he enjoyed himself for sure. I mean, all these other guys, you know, he had a little bit of fun. He's Let's you know, just got personality. All, they but all suck. He really enjoyed talking to you again. They all suck, and I don't. That's the thing. Like, they're boring, and I'm not. Like, every one of the interviews was the same. And then he sat down with me, and he freaked out because he knew he, he knew it was Pharrell time, and he was having fun. It was really cool. So check that interview out tomorrow night on uh, Pharrell on a Bench. We're on CBS Sports Radio from the MGM at Wilder Ortiz. Check out. This is Pharrell on the Bench. We're back in uh, Vegas. So, um... Do you follow the uh, the Buccaneers as much as you do the the Lightning? Do you like them too? I, I like both of them. So uh, the reason why I asked you about Ozzy is because he's just absolutely lost his mind over getting rid of Jameis Winston. He wants him dead. Yeah, I'm 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 kind of torn. You're, you're torn. So how do you how do you react to it? Like, do you, do you think he's good? Do you think they should give him a? I heard what they should do uh, from most NFL people. That I'm hearing from, not not you know right. sports talk guys. Right. I'm talking about legitimate guys in the league are saying okay. that they are going to give him a bridge deal. I think so. Like Maybe like a one year deal, two to one or two years, two two, two more years, just to say, okay, this he he definitely still has game. Right. He just makes a lot of mistakes. He's a turnover machine. Right. But who isn't? Uh, yeah. True. Who isn't in the NFL? Yeah. I mean, I know there's five or six guys that don't turn the ball over. Right. But the rest of them do. And he's yeah. got weapons. I mean, he's got an arsenal of weapons. Listen, I went. I, I was in. I was in L.A. for the Spence fight or whatever the hell it was, and um, 
That was Spence Porter, right? So I'm there, and the Buccaneers were staying in, in the Intercontinental. Yeah, I, I remember the shows. Right? You know what I mean? It, yeah. So I saw, you know, Mike Evans, and the guy's huge. He's like 6'5", six, 6'6", six, yeah. six, whatever he is. I could be wrong, but I think he's pretty big. And um, you remember, or you weren't there, Carver. Oh, Carver, Carver I, how, how big would you say he is? 6'5"? Uh, yeah, he's a pretty big dude. He, he's big. Um, so anyway... I have to tell two stories. One, he—I think he's got—he's absolutely one of the most dangerous receivers in the league. The guy gets gets up in the air and comes down with the ball. Absolutely, he makes yeah. catches. Secondly, and Carver I is my witness. The guy has literally the the just the absolute dankest toenails I've ever seen in my life. So he was rocking flip flops like I do. But listen, let's just be clear. I I go get petties. I have my. I, I don't walk around with like cocaine toenails. You know what I mean? The right. guys that don't yeah. cut their fingernails right. yeah. and they, they leave, curl over. You know over the top. What, what in God's name, Carver? Have you ever seen anything like that guy's like gangrene toenails? Yeah, he had a tough uh, foot problem going on that day before they were playing the Rams out. In the <laughs> I mean, they were the they were the funkiest. The fungi. He had some like <laughs> there were like trees growing off of him. I mean, the guy, they were the most mangled toes I ever saw in my life. Because I was standing next to him in an elevator, and I'm looking at him, yeah. I'm like, I looked at Carver, I go, look at this guy's toes. I million go, dollar I athlete. I look down, I go, look, I go, look. And he looked, and they were absolutely, they looked like he'd stuck his foot in a wood chipper. Like, it was the most disgusting thing I'd ever seen. And I'm like thinking, this guy is one of the most premier, money-making, badass receivers in the NFL. And you know what he walks around like? He's oblivious to any of it. Right. He, he's got the beard. he got a whole Hezbollah beard rocking. Yep. He's got he's just yeah. a mess. He looks like he doesn't even take a shower. Shoveled in. I mean, he looks like he's yeah. just a runaway or a homeless dude. I don't even know what he is. But I have never seen anything like his toes. I was like, dude, what is going on there, bro? Cut those things, man. Get out the hacksaw. I mean, it was awful. Deion Sanders turf toe. Bro, he is great receiver, though. How do you not get that guy to ball more? I know. Well, it, their offensive line's pathetic. Is it? Is yeah, that, it, that's the problem. That's been the problem? Yeah, I think so. Because I got to tell you. And lack of a running, a consistent running game, too. Yeah, I got to tell you. They, uh, they're they're, um, they're an enigma. You cannot figure them out. Uh, you know, one week yeah. to the next. They are a very hard team to bet on because you don't know yeah. wh- which team's going to show up on Sunday. Who, who are you taking this week against Atlanta? They're playing them in Tampa? No, it's in Atlanta. Oh, it's in Atlanta. I got to tell you, uh, I I don't think I, I don't have it on me. Mafia does because I, I didn't bring it with me this week. I, I, I just came here yesterday. I didn't bring all my picks. I have them on my phone at some point or another. But all I know is that I've been riding Atlanta two weeks in a row and making money. Uh, I took um, – I took uh, – is that not Atlanta? To, uh, I like Atlanta, but I, I like uh, Tampa in the number. Okay. It's four and a half. So I like them to cover the number. I did a divisional game. It's yeah. always a war. Right. It's the same way I took Atlanta over to Saints. Yeah. I picked them. I took the number. It was like 13 and a half or something. They killed them. They won the game. Yeah. So And then they turned right around and, and won again. So they're having like a weird season. All losses, and now they're winning. Yeah. They're hot. Yeah. You have to admit they're playing better. You're talking about Atlanta, right? Atlanta. Yeah, correct. Yeah. But Tampa is capable of running with anyone. I think all of Atlanta's losses were non-divisional losses. Yeah. So, so in the division, they play pretty tough. So they have I, a chance to win this. This out. I think that game could be pretty good. Yeah. You know, I always think when there's two bad teams, right. frankly, it's a it's, it's a, a good em. game. Yeah, it's a it's, pick a, it's always a good game. Yeah. It's when you got you know these overrated games where they, you know, they think that one team's so much better than the other one that they're they're bad games. It's when the, you get two average teams hooking up or two bad teams. They always have seem to have a good game, in my opinion. I could be wrong. So. um 
Moppy, I know a lot happened. I, I know uh, Jay's going to do the scores and everything like that. But uh, there's just been tons of activity tonight. Duke was a winner. They blew out Cal. Nova, big over middle Tennessee. Miami, I hit that Missouri State spread against Miami today. They played in the morning in that Charleston class. They play, what, what did I just say? They're playing Florida tomorrow? Miami and Florida? Is that who they're playing? I think I, that's the game I couldn't get the spread on. I got it right here. Miami is playing Florida, yeah. Yeah, Miami and Florida are playing and in that noon game. Eastern. Yeah, noon Eastern, nine here. I keep I, I keep seeing all the times because they're on uh, West Coast times now. Notre Dame was a winner tonight. Carver High in overtime over Toledo by by a pair. So there's a million uh, games to check on in terms. What's that? Hofstra beat them. You beat UCLA, yeah, out in uh, Cali. I mean, you got to be kidding me. Big win for the Pride. I mean, that is absolutely crazy. I didn't see that coming. And then uh, they had a couple of wild games in the NBA tonight. I saw that both of those games, the Bucks and Blazers had a great game, and the Pels uh, and Suns had a great game in Phoenix. This is Pharrell on the bench. All right, back at the MGM in Vegas. Uh, a couple things. Uh, one, uh, the podcast of this very show will be on after the uh, show tonight on Twitter at Scott Farrell at On the Bench uh, CBS and on Facebook.com slash Farrell on a Bench. Also on there on the Facebook page, you can see a lot of the Farrell Ballers game uh, from uh, last night or whatever. There's a lot of highlights on there, a lot of uh, game action. And I'm in a lot of it because usually, you know, I, what you see is me filming the team because I'll like film because nobody else on the team helps me film. I'm the only guy that films. Now my guy Slate helps me film. So when I'm in the game playing, he's filming me. So now you can actually watch Pharrell playing ball. So there was a we had a nice win last night. So there's a lot of great highlights of our team just eviscerating this team. Uh, and that, it's pretty cool. So check it out if you want. Also, uh, the podcast comes out tomorrow morning as well. And then uh, we get preempted a lot by play-by-play sports. So if you're getting uh, Pharrell blown off the air because of whatever, uh, college basketball, college football, pro football, NBA, NHL, whatever it is, then uh, you're like, ah, Pharrell's never on. I never catch a show. You're never on, blah, blah, blah. None of that works for me. We're on every night, all four hours on these apps, the CBS Sports app, Radio.com, and SiriusXM app, channel 206, and on Ask Alexa. So you can never use the excuse that you can't hear the show because we're on every night on all four of those and all four hours. It's unavoidable. It's more important than oxygen and water. Pharrellandabench.com. Killer picks for cheap with amazing results. I have just been raking in college basketball, NBA, NFL, 73% last week, and then college football, 67% for the season, 64% last week. Um, I've been just banging. Last night was insane. And, um, you know, uh, do you even have him? I mean, it's so insane. I can't even tell you. Like, when I looked at that thing, I freaked. It was pretty cool. I have to look here. Let's see where it is. Uh, the numbers were insane. I mean, it got everybody all excited. Some people put some funny stuff on there, of uh, the results, because it's just banging. Now, go figure. I can't find it. Of course I can't find it. I'd be looking for a month. So anyway, I posted them, and uh, I don't know where the hell they are now, but here they are. So 75% last night, and then 75% college football bets last night. 77% in um, NBA, including 9-2 in money lines and 8-3 and in spreads in the NBA. And then 
I was 76% of my bets hit in college basketball, including 22 and 4 in money lines and 17 and 8 in spreads. That's crazy. Like, who doesn't use Pharrellandevents.com? What are you waiting for? Sign up, hide the money from your wife. You're going to need to stash the money because she'll spend all of it. Go sign up for the site. So, Carver, you never told me uh, who you like in the fight. Like, are you going. Uh, oh, that's right. You said Wilder's going to kill him. I said Wilder, Wilder's going to clean him out, yeah. And quickly. Six or less. Six rounds or less. So you're taking it won't go seven full rounds at minus a buck five. Yeah, I don't care what people are saying around there that he's uh, or he looks like he showed up in shape or anything like that. He's going to get cleaned out. He's going to get cleaned out. Oh, yeah, because he looks terrific. Uh, but I don't think anybody you know really cares at the end of the day. Now, I don't know how many of these games Jay gave you, but I was looking at some of them. Florida beat St. Joe's tonight. Baylor over Ohio. Duquesne beat Indiana State. Georgetown beat Texas. I was a little surprised at that one. I'm pretty sure I got, I think I got that game wrong. I'm not sure. Uh, But um, Minnesota blew out Central Michigan. Wyoming in overtime beat Louisiana. Wisconsin by 18 over Green Bay. UConn beat Buffalo. Stanford blew out William and Mary, and you told me Hofstra won. They did by 10. Go figure. Can you imagine? And uh, I told you Notre Dame uh, by a bucket in overtime over Toledo. That ended up being a really good game. So, And then as far as um, the NFL tonight, Carver, tell me what happened in that game. The Texans ended up winning at 20-17, to 17, but what were they laying, three and a hook? Uh, in some places, depends where you got it. And how'd they win the game? Uh, it was a little back and forth in the second half. First half was awful. A couple touchdowns from DeAndre Hopkins, and uh, the Texans held him at the end. It was a semi-questionable call in the last play, second to last play. People thought that Watson fumbled it. You know, they probably should have reviewed it, but uh, it looked like he had the ball anyway, so they can cry all they want. They lost. So that's what – there was a controversial call at the – what, at the goal line or something? No, it was a, a, a play where it looked – they were Texans are running down the clock, and it looked like Watson fumbled. And they did not review the play. The officials on the field felt that there was uh, no reason to, that he recovered it, which it kind of, when you look back at it, it looked like he had the ball. So so there you go. I was looking at a um, the numbers from the gambling world. I saw the handles and everything all over the country. Nevada in September, this is going back to September, Nevada took number one again. Uh, they took it back from New Jersey, believe it or not, because New Jersey had been uh, beating Nevada. But Nevada beat them 546.2 million. New Jersey was second with 445.6 million. Pennsylvania third, 195 million. Indiana's new to the game, 91.7 million. Iowa at 38.5 million at number five. Mississippi 37.9 million. West Virginia was seventh. They're brand new, 25.6 million. Rhode Island's new, 22.2 million. And Delaware 11.8 million. So Nevada is back on top in terms of uh, the handle in uh, sports betting and sports books around the country. You know, the other night we were doing the show and we were talking about Ron Rivera being in trouble and some of the names that uh, they brought up to replace him. And we never got to it. Kevin Stefanski, the Vikings offensive coordinator, is one of them. Marvin Lewis, please, God, don't let that happen. 
did we not see enough of that guy losing in Cincinnati all these years? You're going to give that guy a head coaching gig again? You're going to go right back at it? you got to be kidding me. The guy Robert Saleh, the 49ers defensive coordinator who they show too much on television. Have you ever seen anyone get more camera coverage than that guy? It's ridiculous. Mike McCarthy, the former Packers head coach, has been named. And David Shaw, the Stanford head coach in the Pac-12. He's been at Stanford for a while now. So we told you the other night, last night, about Gronk. He's taking over the Super Bowl weekend with his Oceanfront Music Festival. That'll be debauchery central. That uh, you know for sure. And so as far as this fight goes on Saturday night, some of the odds. I told you about it will or won't go seven. Ortiz by a decision is 18 to one by a knockout six to one. Wilder by decision five to one. Wilder by knockout is minus 300. And uh, a draw is 25 to one. So Ortiz to win in rounds one through three is 22 to one. Ortiz in round four through six is 15 to one. Ortiz in round seven through nine is 20 to one. Ortiz in round 10 through 12 is 35 to one. Going in that same order, one through three, Wilder is uh, 17 to five. Four to six is 12 to five. Seven to nine is 12 to five. And uh, Wilder in rounds 10 through 12 is five to one. So, you know, I got to tell you, uh, Leo Santa Cruz, uh, the latest line, minus 5,000. So, you know, your boy Bruce Binkow was telling me that, you know, Miguel Flores is going to give him nothing but problems. He's plus 2,000. So they're not respecting him at all at the window. Minus 5,000 for Leo Santa Cruz. That's what I know. And here's the early line that I'm seeing on Andy Ruiz against Anthony Joshua. Ruiz is plus 190, Joshua minus 240. How funny is it that that guy's favored over Ruiz, who beat his ass. He absolutely pummeled him and knocked him into tomorrow, and he's not favored to win that fight. Are you surprised at that, Mafia? Did you think Ruiz would win that fight again? No, I didn't. I think Ruiz got lucky. He got lightning in a bottle. I think that, you know, we talked about it before, that Joshua completely, you know, took him as just a joke, took him as this guy stepping in that he could just – pummel and just easily go on his way to retaining his title and fighting Wilder and instead he got caught I think this time he's gonna be more focused I think he's not gonna take them lightly and I think he's gonna be ready for this one a lot more and you know we, we've heard that you know just like Ortiz Ruiz apparently is losing a bunch of weight all of a sudden wants to get in shape meanwhile he's been fine doing it how he did it before you might lose some power might lose some of your game that way so tonight the um the Bucks beat the Blazers 137-129, and the Pelicans went into Phoenix and beat a tough Suns team 124-121. And that's surprising to me because the Pelicans have been terrible. Ingram apparently took over in the fourth quarter and drove them to the victory. Who did? Brendan Ingram. Oh, yeah, he can light it up. There's no doubt that guy can fill it up. And he had been out, now he's back. Islanders went in overtime over the Penguins. Who had the winner, uh, Carver High? Brock Nelson. There you go. Bruins 3-2 over the Sabres. In Boston, I hit that game. I hit the Panthers in overtime over the Ducks, 5-4. Flyers beat the Canes, 5-3. I didn't think that would happen. Jackets over the Red Wings, I hit that, 5-4. Blues, I hit 5-0 over the Flames. Canucks beat the Predators, 6-3. Wild over the Avs. I actually took the Avs on the road in that one. Lightning, I took in Chicago. They won 4-2. Stars over the Jets, 5-3. I hit that game. The Leafs finally win a game. How about that? Is that uh, So is that Sheldon Keefe's first win there, Carver High? Yes, first game, first win. There you go, 3-1, they win. So now their fortunes are turning around all of a sudden. Gee, nothing like a little coaching change. Sharks beat the Knights in overtime right here in Vegas. 
two to one. I took the Sharks in that game. I don't trust Vegas the way they've been playing lately. They haven't been playing. You went to the game? You didn't go to the game? Uh, and then the Kings uh, beat the Oilers 5-1. I didn't see that coming either. Are the Kings playing better these days, Garber High? Not particularly. No. So tomorrow night, just so you know, there's only two games in the NHL. Devils and Penguins in Pittsburgh at the PPG. And the Rangers and Senators in Ottawa. And after the Rangers Mafia looked good uh, beating the Capitals the other night, do you think they can go on the road to Ottawa and win a game against an average team? They look good the last couple games. I mean, the, the road is always a trap for them, especially going up to a place like that. You know, for a young team that still find their way, they should do it. But Ottawa's beaten them before, so it might be some that they let the foot off the gas and get caught. So the other night I was watching that LeBron-Lakers uh, team win. I saw them uh, play, uh, I think it was that win over the Oak City Thunder. I think they're playing them tomorrow night, too, in Oak City. This game was in L.A. and it was 112-107. But LeBron became the first player with a triple-double against all 30 teams in the league. And they looked really good doing it, and they barely won the game. And uh, it was a pretty good game. Chris Paul was going off. It was pretty competitive. The Blazers have waved Pau Gasol. I heard that. Uh, I heard he's going to be a coach for them. Did you hear that? that I hadn't know that yet, but you know it's not surprising. People always talk about the intelligence factor that you know how much, how well he knew the game. That's why the last couple of years, I think the last few teams that picked him up was basically to have him as almost another coach, you know, coach slash player because he didn't have nearly the skills he had before. Carver, how about uh, Jose Marino getting that uh, Tottenham Spurs gig? Yeah, it's going to be very interesting to see him go there. They're in quite the hole right now. I think they're 13th or 14th in the Premier League, so that is not where they normally are. So we'll see what happens with They're him. always really good, right? How much did they have to pay him? Uh, I'm, I'm, I don't know the exact number. I'm sure they paid him a boatload knowing him. Joe Sands is here, uh, the uh, desert uh, – uh, what are they called? Desert Sands Productions. And my guy does all the fights. He's been doing them forever. I've been working with Joe forever. And Joe looks like he's going to drop dead right now. I don't know who's more tired. I haven't slept in 24 hours, maybe 30 hours. When was the last time I slept? I would never. I never slept. Just a little on the plane, that's uh, it. I slept for five minutes on that plane. There was so much turbulence. So Joe has to go home tonight after this show. He's waiting for me to end. He's wanted to kill me for the last two hours because he's going to go home and sleep for two hours, and he has to be here at 4 in the morning. 3 in the morning? 2 in the morning. Jesus. Why didn't they just give you a room here? He wants no part of that. No comment. He's giving me the finger right now, uh, unbelievably. Uh, Jimmy Johnson is going to have one last season next year, 2020, his final season as a full-time driver. I didn't even know he was still driving. I thought he retired like four years ago. Yeah, like I didn't even know know he still raced in NASCAR. Is NASCAR still viable? I saw that uh, Kyle Busch won the championship. On, uh, at Homestead uh, like a week ago or something like that. I saw him drinking champagne. Everybody's favorite person, Kyle Busch. Uh, only 95% of the drivers in NASCAR want to beat his ass. As you like to say, Kyle Busch won the championship, and nobody cares. Nobody cares. But everybody wants to beat his ass. And Mafia, I got to tell you how much I want one of those flavored drinks over there, but there's 11 grams of sugar in it. I'm going to drop dead if I drink that. No, nah, I mean, that's nothing compared to the sodas used to drink, so. What do you think of these tags on our wrist? I feel like a dog. I can't get it off. It's very strange not having the, the hard credentials and having these little bracelets that we have to wear like we're at, you know, some club. It's really like being in a nightclub, and it, and it gets tangled in my, my chain. I hate it. What do I got to wear that, for another day? And then on Saturday I take it off? 
Joe, I hope you have scissors to cut mine off tomorrow night when I'm done doing the show. All right, Carver High and Matt had a great job in New York at our uh, lovely headquarters with 1980 computers. Nice job back there. Here comes the Desert Fox right now after watching the Knights lose tonight. And uh, Mafia, great job here in Vegas. We'll see you tomorrow night from the MGM. Don't forget, uh, Deontay Wilder and Leo Santa Cruz are on the show tomorrow night right here from Sin City. Good night, everybody. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.